Hello, Mindful Gators. Today, I have Angeline with me to talk about spirituality and science. Hi, Angeline, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Angeline. Um, I am, should I say my title? I am, I am an alcohol, tobacco, and other drugs to educator at Health Promotion and Wellness. Nice. So let's just jump right into it. <laughs> what does spirituality mean to you? I think it's a loaded question. <laughs> um, There's really no one answer, so. Yeah, no, and, and that's, that's, that's the answer. There's really no one answer to what spirituality is. Um, I've had like multiple conversations with other people about what is spirituality. And a lot of the times I feel like spirituality is like tied in with religion. And like to people, it can be, it stems from religion. Um, personally for me, it has nothing to do with religion. And for me, like spirituality is your thoughts and your beliefs. And so I take bits and pieces of of what I learn about religion because I grew up in a Christian home. Um, but I'm also taking like a Tibetan Buddhist class. And I'm learning about the difference between like what is religion? Is it like is Buddhism like a science, a way of living, or is it a religion? And so it, it definitely it's it's a lot. <laughs> um, so for me, personally, like I, I, as I said, like I take parts of aspects of my life. And so there's definitely things that I believe like with like Christianity, but there's also things that I kind of question. And overall, like, I think what I've learned is that I have like my spirituality is being grateful for life and, and giving gratitude of what I have with the people that I am around. So my spirituality is is people around me and like my friends and my family. Um, and especially like one of the biggest things is like not to harbor resentment. <laughs> I feel like spirituality connects with happiness. And so when you are re like harboring resentment, you live a life of unhappiness. And like, what does everyone want in life? It's like to be happy and like there's so many other factors that are you know play a role like such as money and like materialistic things but like putting that all aside like what is like what is around you and that's like that's spirituality to me like not just like oh you know like I have a really like nice car or you know like I, you know, live in San Francisco. San Francisco is like the most expensive place to be as a college student, you know, and like, I don't, I only have everything in my room. That's all I own. And like, I'm still living like the happiest life ever, even like in the midst of COVID. And like the money is like super tight. Like I'm still grateful. Aww. <laughs> um. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing all that. I sometimes like to condense it down to one word, which is love, right? You just feel so, you feel so fulfilled in your heart that you feel that you just kind of exude it to others. And I feel like that's where like that openness, vulnerability, and really being true to yourself comes in. And then you like sort of accept other people for who they are as well and your circumstances, nothing's like, you know, it's like you're like within 
you, like you're good. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's, it's definitely that gut feeling of like being, <laughs> it goes into your other questions of like, of like wholeness, right? Like what is, um, how do you integrate wholeness with science and spirituality? And it's, it's that gut feeling and that mindset sorry to like skip ahead but like it it's so hard to just like kind of just answer these questions because they're all like condensed together where it's like like when I was thinking about what my answers were I was like like I just want to write a whole story <laughs> I, know. I know it's it's all like integrated it's like all one definitely all really yeah cool. and that's why I like um the idea of spirituality and science being related they're not the same exact well i i feel like it's like the same like energy that runs between both of them mm -hmm. i agree um There's i think they bounce off of each other yeah where um when i think of science like i think of like biology like the, what's what's in the brain like hormones the chemistry like everything that you're like like you learn in high school, right? Like these, these are things that are part of your behavior. Like, you know, if your hormonal, like hormones are off, you know, you're acting a different way. And it's like, why are you acting a different way? Um, oh and God. that plays an impact. <laughs> to like my mind and body connection part. Mm -hmm. Of that, everything you say, I 100% like relate. I think I, like the reason why, like when I saw it and I was like, when you had the topics, I was like, oh, like, I want to do the spirituality thing because I think like right now, like that's what I'm going through. Um, and like what I'm understanding. So um, that like your mindset is like the biggest thing that affects who you are as a person. Um, and with your earlier podcast of like mental health, you know, mental health in that aspect comes, it, it's, it's genetics, right? One part, but also there's like, What's the word for it? Um, oh, there's like this, the concept is basically like, you have these light switches throughout your life. And depending on like the, the situation you're in, they get turned on and off. And so with mental health, like some of it, some of it is, it's like 100% preventable. Some of it's like not 100% preventable, but it's, it's the way that you view life. And I think that's the biggest thing where it's like, there's, there's some people who are like grateful for the little things that they have, but there's other people who are like, oh, well, you know, they're always complaining. And like, I'm, as like in general, where it's like, they're always complaining, like, I don't have this, you know, but then you turn around and like, you see them like afford things and you're like, you know, I thought you didn't have the money for this, and yet you're able to, like, afford, like, an Apple product. Um, but, like, it's really about the mindset. And sometimes it's, like, from a motivational psychology perspective, it's, like, do you have a growth mindset or do you have a fixed mindset, too? Sorry, that was just, like, a tangent. <laughs> Spirituality is very prominent. And there's a quote that's, mm -hmm. um, so in Jabi, you say manjite jagjite, and then in English, it's translated to uh, conquer the mind and conquer the world. Mm, that's awesome. 
So it's like, I feel like because like, we're like these beings that have like a soul, <laughs> you know, we're mm-hmm. not just mechanical. We're not just like this body, I feel. And I feel like that's where science, like even like, I like the mo- more holistic, like wholeness approach to things, even in like medicine. Like it's, it's like, it's like, it's not as tip, like it's not something as like you go into a doctor's office and what they have like 15 minutes to like see you. And then like you could like, there's so many underlying factors that are behind like disease and pain. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like we store them in our bodies, like all this pain, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes like when we're healing, it, it can be really painful. But like you said, you know, like that fixed mentality or the more progressive one where you have to make like make little changes, keep try, like trying things, like not, not, it's not one fit for all. It's like everyone has their own way. Mm-hmm. Like some like lighting candles, plants or I think I'm speaking for myself but you know like music just every like it just comes back to yourself and like even when we talk about science and we like you were saying bio or if we if we talk about chemistry like protons and neutrons and you know electrons and an atom the space it's all it's like stillness but it's like this it's like we're made of that it's like (laughs) mind-blowing Yeah, I think like a really good analogy is like, you know, with COVID, everyone's doing like outdoor patio seating. And like, if you think about it, the basis for the patio seating is all the same. But then when you look at one restaurant from another restaurant, like their patios are totally different. And that depends on like their budget, how much space they've got. And like, and that, and I think that relates to people where it's like, we have a basic blueprint of like what, you know, people are supposed to be and then you have that individual like personalities behaviors you know um social economic factors that that blend in to to make you um yeah i i think with the holistic part i when you were talking about that it reminds me of like um during the orientation for hpw um we were talking about how there's like a river and you know like there's kids drinking out of that river and the kids get sick and so they go see the doctor and then they you know the doctor treats the kids but the problem isn't the kid the problem is the water and it's like how do you treat the water instead of individually treating like the people who are drinking out of the water because that's not the problem um and so i think from the holistic health it's like looking at like everything that like comes up into it I think like one of the biggest thing is like stress (laughs) like how much stress are you doing like how are you managing your stress how are you you know like are you always on edge like coming from like a a personal perspective it's like um my mom has been on survival mode for like 30 years and so that's like something that we're dealing with and you know now she's seeking therapy and it's hard because she has so much trauma in her And like, it doesn't only affect her, like it affects me, it affects my sister, it affects, you know, my partner, it affects my sister's partner. And like, you know, how does that, it's that one person who does this chain reaction, it's not only you who who you're affecting, but you're also affecting other people. Um, And so for her, like, it's a lot of pain. And it's like, 
Like for me, I'm like, I'm like half the time, like I'm stressed out about her and like, you know, I see her name and then I'm like, like, what do you want? <laughs> like, I don't want to have to deal with you. And it's like, as much as like, I want to cut ties off with her, like it's not possible. So it's like, how do I deal with my stress? And how does that affect my sleep and my work and my school and like my, my stuff, like mental health in that aspect too. Do you also feel like um, people do like when they're like proactive, um, but they sometimes distract themselves, maybe overwork themselves to avoid like but, feeling like those emotions, like, you know, like stress or like. Like as a distraction? Yeah. So like keeping yourself like busy and productive out of kind of like distraction. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I do that. Um, and like, I, and my mom definitely does that too, where it's like, like we choose to work a lot. So like my mindset's like, okay, like I have to get through school. I have to do this, I have to do that. And then like, so for example, like last semester um, or during the summer, I, I finished classes and there was like a month where, or like a week or even a day where I didn't have work. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I started freaking out. And I was like, like, I need something to do. And like, for my mom, it's like, she, she'd be like, Oh, I'm so tired. I have to go work. I have to go buy groceries. And then she's like, Oh, it's my day off. And then I was like, Okay, I was like, and she's like, Oh, I need to clean the house. And I was like, Okay, like, you should probably clean the house. She's like, Oh, but I have other things to do. And I'm like, because, oh, my God, like, so my fiance's mom, like our mom, she cleans like on her like day offs. She will clean and she will like, like she, like, you know, they don't like relax sometimes when they need to because they like overwork themselves. They're always working. They're always constantly distracting themselves. And I feel like my mom does the same thing. Like my mom, like anytime she has like a day off, she's like, she'll chill, but like mostly she's cleaning the house. (laughs) It's like, and then even like when you just said right now, like, you know, like you don't know what to do with yourself. I feel like that sucks. Creativity, <laughs> that's where like sometimes creativity like comes in. There's like so much you can do and you're, maybe you're just like overwhelmed with what else like, like maybe like hobbies or like reading a book or do you feel like there's this restless feeling inside of you where it's like nothing's really satisfying? I'm like going- so, like- different directions with this sorry no you're good no 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 no. and this is the reason why it's like like this is like literally a conversation and you like have to cut and sip I'm so sorry um so like if you take veterans day for example right um we had veterans day off and that was like in the middle of the week (laughs) and like and like this is supposed to be a day where you're like like you you get it off but like what are you still doing you're still doing work because there's still things that are due on Thursday and Friday next week and it's like it's like I could you know relax but like there's like these other things that I have to do too and like let's take procrastination for example right like if something's like due in like two weeks you're gonna do it the day before and it's like sometimes like you could you could like kind of like stand it out to the point where it's like I'm applying to grad schools right now I, you know, and I, I gave myself deadlines and I was like, like, you know, you're going to send out letter of recommendations by this date. So they have the maximum amount of time to do it. And then like, 
this one, like this application is due on this date, so you have to finish it here and like give like buffer, like in case of anything. Um, but like, I, I personally think it's like, I feel guilty. <laughs> like when I have, like when I have so many things going on, it's like, you need to, like, I need, I need to relax. And I, I feel hella guilty for. Why? Like what's a sign that like, you know, you're overworking yourself. Like, do you, like, where do you feel that? Or like, or does that, your mind tell you that? Or do you feel tired or like, or do you feel exhausted? Like what's, what's that sign that tells you that you're overworking and you need to give yourself a break? <laughs> when I break down and cry and like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's like kind of like where, yeah, no, like honestly, like I know like, it's when I like um yeah most of the time it's just like I can't do this anymore and like I start crying <laughs> and I'm like like I just need to let it out and then like most of the time like I definitely have like so many breakdowns during this COVID um but I would call call my partner and I'd be like I can't do this anymore I'm so stressed out like what do I do? <laughs> and like, I literally just vented out and I like talk, I'll like talk to them and be like, yo, like, this is on my mind. Like, I, like, it's so stressful. And he's all, he, honestly, like, he is like my support where like, I've never felt like this with anyone before where he's so supportive to the fact where it's like, I'm so like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know it's frustrating. Like, I'm here with you. Like, he just knows the right words to say. And I'm like, like, yes, like, okay. And he's like, I wish I could hug you. Cause like, sometimes he's like, not there. And I'm like, I was like, it's okay. And then like, it's, it's honestly like. The love gives you strength. Yeah. Just like that, like support. And for, for a while he was not in San Francisco. He was, um, He's from Toronto, um, he's not from Toronto, eh, he, he's from Canada, um, and so he's visiting his family for a month, which was like, yeah, I love, Canada. I love Canadians, <laughs> 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 I have like a lot of um, in Canada, and my best friend's born in Canada too, even though she nice. was there, but it's, it's just funny, I have so much in Canada, so, I'm, like, I don't know, it can go into like many things, like codependency, and like a bunch of them, mm -hmm. and you're trying to, unravel parts of you throughout life at every like stage okay if you and don't I think that's where spirituality comes in mm -hmm. and if you don't have a if good support it, system like you have an amazing support system right now and you're much more probably grateful for that because you've already gone through like not having been supported right I mean I think it's just like my support system switches so constantly to the point where it's like the only people I can really depend on is myself. <laughs> um, but it's like there's like additional people that do make it much better. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's a it's an experience, and like if it's like totally avoidable, or if I could like tell someone about it, like I would love to like share that with someone. Um, I like to think about like spirituality is finding yourself and what you believe in and like what your norms are and when you're able to find that you're like 
when you're a developed yourself to like kind of the full like extent that you can that's like when you're like ready to like integrate someone because I think a lot of the times it's like how can I love someone when I don't even love myself and that's the biggest thing too wow yeah that's like it's not always easy that's that's for sure um and there's no age like limit on like you know when you reach that people are all at different places and different phases and I feel like some people have a really hard time moving on and I think that's where people tie spirituality into <laughs> like yeah, just like quality isn't everything I feel I think the other thing is like it's explaining phenomenon like you know this like you know like so in Christianity it's like wait wait, wait okay. before sorry but do you believe in astrology I don't okay because I'm like I sometimes get really into it and like I because I'm like it's so intriguing to me like the birth charts and everything so like but I feel like it's still so vague right like and that's where I come from where it's like it's so vague that you could like if you read all the other ones you, you also fit in <laughs> and so like I I definitely like with the 16 personality test like the Meyer Briggs like it's so subjective and it just depends on how you feel um so show me yours and I'd probably relate to it yeah no like okay so I took the I took it like a year ago and it said I was an ENF like I was like an extrovert and so for my whole life I thought I was an extrovert and then quarantine started and I took it again and it said I was an introvert and I was like looking at it, like extroversion introversion and I was like yo like I actually really do like spending time by myself like even if it's like doing work I feel like there has to be a balance right this is all mm -hmm. duality and like science because there's like a yin yang polar opposites like negative positive that's like yeah I feel like um I, I like lose my train of thought sometimes because I feel like it's so much to say but crap where was I going with this there's a yin and yang and you have to balance between the two right with astrology <laughs> ring a bell well, well astrology I don't know but what do you have to say about that polar opposite like the yin and yang like what do you how do you feel about that like you need like if you have like I feel like like the, you have good and bad in you right so it's like I feel yeah like, definitely and I feel like it and comes, spirituality comes down to like your ethics and your morals and like what you truly believe in and then science kind of just like backs it up I feel hmm I feel like science challenges ethics and morals. I think there's like a standard of like ethics and morals and like depending on, cause, cause now I think about like people that we like label serial killers, you know, and it's like, you know, they have most of the time, like, you know, people are like, oh, you know, they're serial killers. They're like, they have like, this diagnosis and like learning from my abnormal psychology class, like they like, 
what they're actually diagnosed with most of the time is like anti-personality anti-social personality disorder mm-hmm. there's like no like serial killer like diagnosis um and I think and that's where we compare like what is good and what is bad like with these extreme cases of people and if you really think about it there's only a really small percentage of of people that are like this um that we know of compared to like the world right um so I think that's also I think science like kind of helps you know challenge between like what is what we consider good and what we consider bad because I think with a lot of research that you look at um like the what was the prison one with um um the Stanford prison study you know where it's like at that time there's like no no regulations whatsoever and like after having that like that was like such a bad experience that they like put up regulations for it and so like there's still things that you know if we talk about interrogation techniques interrogation techniques there's like you're basically like like hurting them for information (laughs) like it's not like it's morally I think it's just like not right but it's like how else are you going to get information from them you know and so there's definitely like morals and there's a standard for them but like depending depending on what aspects that you're looking at research challenges them or supports them yeah but when we go back to like the root of the problem it's obviously like they developed that in them Mm -hmm. if they've you know reached that stage of like mental illness where and it doesn't have to be mental illness I think it's like also upbringing too right where like they had everything was right about them but because of you know neglect or because of um you know social economic status and struggling toxic stressors they you know adapted in that way and therefore started to behave in that way and it led up to adulthood yeah and it was subconscious that's a great question i don't know i feel like i feel like it might be i feel like everything we like sort of do is subconscious right I always get confused about subconscious and unconsciously. I feel like, yeah. Because there's, I feel like unconscious and subconscious are probably maybe closely related. Because there's like things that when you're studying about decision-making in psychology, there's things that you, you know, like if you're like paying attention to this, there might be something in the background that you're not really paying attention to, but your mind still picks that up. Mm. And so I think that's where I confuse is like, is it unconsciously picks it up or subconsciously picks it up? I feel like that's where like your gut feeling comes in too. Cause sometimes like you just kind of know, but like maybe your mind hasn't like processed it, but your body has. So you've already picked up on like that, like by... I think that's the other thing too, where it's like the mind is like, I'm going to say this over and over again, but the mind is like super powerful and like how you perceive things and like what you think you see versus like what someone else thinks 
your life based like on your thoughts like you can yeah, manif- manifest things like what you believe like you know is like true it's your truth and so um there's this little short story about allegory in the cave where someone's like chained to the wall and like all they see is like the shadows and like that is what their truth is but then when you unchain them they're like oh my gosh like you know like they're people they're sun you know and it's like for their whole life like that's what they thought things look like they're shadows um so I think that's why it's also very important to gather information from you know other sources and not just blindly personally blindly follow you know what you're told like take it with a grain of salt and like do your own research yeah this talk (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) I feel like we've mostly covered everything I want to talk more like I'm still like like I want to kind of talk about like anxiety a little bit and like yeah how like you know, like, when you say you you can't just believe everything you hear and see, and, like, mm-hmm. e- like even, like, I don't know, have you ever been through that phase where you feel like it's, like, your, your thoughts are running so much that, like, you don't even, like, reality and your thoughts, like, you can't even tell the difference. Oh, well, you can tell the difference, but it's, like, you're constantly, like, being consumed by, like, your mind, basically. Yeah. Or do you feel like, do you distract yourself so you don't even think about, like, anything? You're just constantly working. Honestly, I think anxiety is never going to be, like, a flat line. Like, you're never going to not have anxiety. You're always going to have, like, this little bit of anxiety. Um, And depending on, like, life circumstances, that anxiety might shoot up because it's so important. Versus like other things that might just be like, oh, you know, like I can do that tomorrow. Um, so I think like personally, like sometimes it, it, I do distract myself from like my anxiety. <laughs> so I took the GRE uh, for grad school and like I accidentally sent them to schools that did not require the GRE because they're like, you can send for free GRE scores right now and then if you don't send it now then you have to pay and I'm like oh crap and so like I did research and I did like the top like four schools and like I sent it to them and like only like one of them needed it and I was like shit like I I knew sorry I knew like my scores were not the best and I was like and I started having anxiety and I was like are they going to look look at the email or are they good and like save it to my file or are they just gonna like toss it in the trash and like and I had no control over like what they were going to do with my GRE score and it's like now that they do know my GRE score like ignorance is not bliss like is that going to be like you know they say that it's not required but like are they going to have it in their minds when they're like looking at my application and so for like three days I was like like I'm like giving myself hell because I was like like Angela, you've done you've done it. Like if you don't get into masters, like you're screwed. Um but then like talking to some people, they're like, yo, like, like it happened, you can't take it back. Just make sure that like anything else that you can control, like you 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 do the best that you can do on it. So and like now it's like, okay, like I already did it, fine. Like, you know, now it's like 
just get good GPAs, get good letter of recommendation, write like really good like at like per, like personal essays and questions, and like leave it up to fate. <laughs> at that point, like just like it's out of my hands. Um, so yeah, sometimes it 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 does take distractions. Other times, it's like you can just get over it by like doing whatever needs to be done. Yeah. Like, how, how did you choose, like, alcohol and drugs? Um, like, is it personal to you, or? Um, no, actually. So, I actually got this position because there was an opening, and I had just literally lost my job, I guess, um, where, like, school started. So, I used to work at Gator Groceries. Um, and so I was giving basic needs out to like students with like food insecurity. And because, so Liz actually um, was volunteering because like she's within HBW and she's a health educator. And so I had talked to my supervisor at that time that um, my schedule was tailored to non-COVID and I couldn't change it. And I when I got back when I got back onto campus to do it I, I already brought it to her attention and she's like oh you know like that's fine we'll figure something out so a week before school started um I like talked to her again I was like hey like I won't be able to come in during the times because I have class and then so she like she's like well if you can't come in then you can't work and I'm like I live in the city by myself I pay for my own rent like I can't not just not work and it's like like lucky for me like she had an opening and she was able to bring me on and at first I was like you know like what am I going to do with like like alcohol tobacco and like other drugs like that has nothing to do with me but as I slowly learned it does like affect me in a sense where like I don't know if I should share this. I don't know if you should cut this out. Um, but I've like done my fair share of drugs. I've like not like I've done a couple. Um, and when I really like reflect on it, I think about my past relationship where my ex-boyfriend to me like if you're gonna go party like that's fine like once in a while right and like to me once in a while it might be different from your once in a while my once in a while is like a birthday celebration christmas you know or like special occasion and like for him he's like oh um i only smoke once in a while and smoke marijuana and i was like okay and i'm like yeah i'm fine with that but then that once in a while was like every other week and I was like every day yeah and and to me like I I connect smoking with being stressed because a lot of the reasons why people you know start smoking like one of the reasons why um yeah I think like any form of smoking is because they're stressed out um I think that's like one like really big factor that causes people to go like continue smoking because with nicotine like it relieves that stress um with marijuana depending on the strand like that it's supposed to relax you right um and like i don't i don't have any problems with people doing drugs like that is like on you that's your that's 
you know, that's what you want to do. I'm not going to tell you no. But when it comes to like my life, like I know that like these, like you smoking does have a health effect on you. Um, especially like with smoking nicotine, like it's been linked to like lung cancer. And my great uncle passed away with lung cancer and he was smoking for like years. Um, and so for me, it's like, I understand for you to do it once in a while, but like morally for me, it's like, I don't like in the end, like, I don't want to be with someone that smokes. I don't want to be with someone that parties all the time. Like, I think the other thing is like getting your priorities straight. And a lot of the times, like he would choose partying over like his studies. And that's where it started affecting his life. And because it affected his life, I had to worry more about like, are you doing, like, are you going to classes? Like I was like his mom and I was like, didn't want to do that. And so being an ACOD, like it taught me that like, you know, one, you can't force someone to get help. They have to get help when they are ready. You can be there as a support system if you're comfortable, but, you know, that's on them. And like, when it starts affecting their lives, you have to talk to them and like, say like, you know, like, I worry about you. I, you know, don't mean to come off as rude or anything like that. But, you know, it seems like it's starting to affect your life because it's priorities. Yeah, it's like, you don't like if you yourself don't have them like that, then people constantly cross over it. And you will let them because you're allowing them to do so, right? Because you yourself don't know. Like, I feel like that goes a lot with like anxiety, depression. Like, mm-hmm. it's like why, like why, why do you wanna? Why, why are you stressed out? It go you like you. It, it's like deeper than that, right? And that's where holistic health comes in. Like a form of like like escapism or whatever that word is. Mm-hmm yeah um and that's why with with what we're trying to do we're trying to foster a community where it's like you know you could choose to smoke or you can like hang out and talk with us you know have a conversation when you have neurons you have the dendrites at the end right where they break off that's where your neurotransmitters are and so when enough um when enough energy goes through they release it and so those are going to bind into other neurons and activate um if there's enough energy activate that neuron and it just keeps going on and on and on i love Um, you love all this talk but don't you think like the serotonin do do you feel like um our production of serotonin gets like decreased by like because you constantly need like another substance outside of you to produce that for you or bind to it I feel like there's a standard level of like what serotonin levels, dopamine levels um, in your body. And so when you're taking that substance that, you know, reacts that are like synthetics um, that tells your body like, oh, you need to make more serotonin. That's like where you feel this euphoria or you feel, you know, depression where it's like there's a lack of it from where the, the, the baseline of it is at. Um, feeling that's that's where you're getting it from it's from your neurotransmitter binding to neurons um and then it just keeps firing and so when so when it it's no longer in your system that's where you have your come down and that's where it's like your brain was used to so many so many serotonin now it's producing you know it's going back down to the baseline and you're like okay well i have these many seats now they're not filled 
and that's why you kind of feel like this sort of depression um and and that's a part of taking me have a great rest of your day Thank you. bye bye